Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How much time till we're on? We're on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. And World Gym, trained for the sport you play. This is Sports Day. Ah, uh, yes, it is. Sats and Rap for Sports Day on a Monday evening. Hope you had a great weekend and even better Monday and start to the week. Rugby league on a Monday afternoon. Oh, how good. Like it? Sorry, I didn't realise we we're on. Yeah, <laughs> love on. it. We're on. I love it. Yeah, it's Daddy, great. Love yeah, it. Yeah, love it's it. Good. Yeah, Monday night. Public holiday five, in New South Wales. Five nights, five days straight of rugby league. Thirty-five thousand people at Arcor Stadium today. So well done, well done. And on that, the Parramatta Eels, if you haven't heard the scoreline, have defeated the Bulldogs thirty-four twelve. Moses Gutherson, Hopgood, Bolo, and Co. Cartwright, outstanding. For the Eels and welcome, listeners, to the Super Radio Network. Listeners, uh, SEN 1170 in Sydney, 693 in Brisbane, 1620 on the Gold Coast, on the app, and also the podcast. Welcome to the show, the official partners of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. That is Kia and World Gym Australia. Now, we're going to get one of the World Gym Australia ambassadors, 300 gamer Andrew McCulloch. He's going to join us a little, little bit later on after Queensland announced their team for game two. A few changes there, you would have heard throughout the day and also on the show three burning questions with daddy vass kia top seven like it or lump it of course yes 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 yeah and get involved anytime with the show zero four five seven seven three six seven three six or give us a call 1300 makes me uncomfortable every time i hear that do you yeah why uncomfortable i don't know just just I don't know. No, you call them the footies worse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so get involved in the show. Any t- that 1300-01-1170, I was Friday afternoon, I was a group of mates, we all trained together. Yeah. And a few days a week, and we have this competition. So the first round of competition was on Friday. You're in pairs and your same partner for the entire competition phase throughout the back half of this season. We had 10-pin bowling on Friday. How'd you go? Second. Our team is leading at the moment, myself and my partner, Eastie. And so at about 5.30 in the afternoon, while Joel and Fletcher are on their show, The Run Home, one of the guys who listens to our show, Podgy, you're out there listening, welcome. And he had a little bit under his belt, a little bit too much under his belt. <laughs> and so he you started put the bumpers up for oh, him? He started throwing out all these Joel Kane euphemisms and oh, sayings yeah, yeah, yeah. and and so he said, right, and he grabbed my phone and he started, he, he put in 1300 So He was ringing the show at 5.30 in the afternoon with a little bit too much under his belt. Oh, no. I couldn't imagine. Did he get through? We, no, he didn't get oh, through. thank goodness. He didn't get through. Now, um, although there was a lot of rugby league over the weekend and just finished 10 or 15 minutes ago, something even bigger over the weekend. Huge. Is that Australia has been crowned the number one test nation, annihilating India. At uh, the World Test Championship, the Oval. Day yeah. five, very early, they yeah. finished him off. About 209 runs they won by Rafa. I've got a lumpet coming out of that, that game. You? Yep. Interesting. Mm. Uh, Scotty Bolton, the hero. Boland. Boland, sorry. Bolton. Uh, he, I was thinking of Michael Bolton. <laughs> Michael Bolton. Um, broke India. He broke Didn't their he? spirit when he dismissed Coley and Jadeja yep. in the same over. Got Shubman Gill too. Got hey? him out. He did too. Yeah, yeah. Controversial. I think they got it right. Yeah, I think they got it right. Yeah. It was in our favour. Of course, I'm going to say they got it right. So for game one of the Ashes, first ball bowled on Friday. Who do you go with? Scotty well, Bolden or Hazelwood? A, well, he's got to be in the side, doesn't he? Well, that's what it's going to come down I mean, to. He wasn't even coming meant to off, be in this side. Coming off an injury. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I just think you've got to go with him. and you, you just got to ride him until it doesn't work. Yeah. Travis Head, named man of the match. After his first innings knock, mm. uh, Steve Smith, you know what? He wasn't far away as well. He got a century in the first innings. His 30 in the second innings critical. was a real critical 30. Yeah, you're mm. right. 
And then not only that, he took an amazing catch to dismiss Coley. What about that catch? Oh, he, he is a freak in the slips, isn't he? Yep. I'll tell you he's a freak. Is Cameron Green who took out who took Gill out. Mm. But he's six foot six, Cam uh, Green. He's a monster. Many what about when you see them all come together in a huddle and you've got Stark and Green and then on the other side you've got Warner and Smith and just like the difference in sizes. <laughs> Travis Head, five yeah, foot five on a good day. Mm. Yeah, so what do you think? Did you watch any of the World Test Championship over the weekend? What were your thoughts? Game one of the Ashes, first ball Friday. Do you take Bolden? Boland. Boland or Hazelwood? That's the question. Oh, mate, I'm taking Scott Boland yeah. every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Now, this game on the after, the, this afternoon, many believe it was a, a big bearing on who's going to wear the New South Wales jersey number seven. Of course, that's named tomorrow around 11 o'clock by Freddie Fittler. Most players are aware. They're aware already that they're in the side, but they probably just need a couple of probably a couple of the positions they haven't made a decision on yet. And it, it actually baffles you, doesn't it, that the New South Wales have had to wait. Well, they're that long? unsure. Or, they're, they're, they're that yeah. unsure. And and the reality is if they go in with a Adam Reynolds or they go in with a Mitch Moses, they're taking a player into the squad that hasn't been involved in the squad for the last last uh, last game, had nothing to do with it. They've got a, you know, the start from scratch. They take a Nico in. Mm-hmm. He, yep, didn't have the greatest game on the weekend, but I'm... I'm I haven't seen him have too many back-to-back bad games. Yeah. Um, was on the back of a pretty powerful display by Melbourne. It's hard to get things going when your forwards are getting belted around. Um, he didn't have a happy game, though. You'll admit that. And um, But if you're going off this weekend's performances, give Mitch Moses a jersey now. If that's what they're going off. Mm. Like Mitch Moses had a well of a game tonight. He did. Mm. He did. Well, I wonder whether it comes down to pressure situation I think Adam Reynolds is neither here nor there. He'd love to play for New South Wales, of course, but he's at the, he's at the age and the time of his career where he, he probably wants to lead a team to a premiership. Is a pressure situation? Is it is it? It's okay. So is the pressure the fact that the Blues jersey is on the line? Because I don't think a pressure situation for Parramatta is playing the Bulldogs. Mm. Pressure situation for Cronulla is playing Melbourne in Melbourne. Nico Hines. You Can I, I dominate mean? the game? Can I lead my team to a I victory? Mean, the, I mean, the Bulldogs haven't been the flashiest side over the last few years. Mm. And, I mean, they're going a bit, bit better this year. But, uh, mate, I, look, I'm not sure who they're going to pick. Um, but from what I understand, Reese Robson's in camp already. So looks like they're going to run with it. Well, that's the next two one. Reese Robson chosen for the Blue Squad. Looks like they're going to go with two hookers. Mm. I think it's smart. One off the bench. And, obviously, you would think that would be Robson would start and, and Damien Cook off the bench. He was outstanding on the, against the Dragons and a beaten side the other night. Running. He's running game. Yeah. He was uh, the old beach sprinter. He was back at it again, wasn't he? Mm. And he's not as quick as Damien Cook. Well, not many forwards are, but it's the role that Harry Grant plays. Yeah. Just he waits till his forward pack gets on the front. Foot. How he good just, was he? Oh, How good was he and Munster uh, against the Sharks yesterday? They just absolutely tore him a new one. They terrorised him, didn't they? Yeah. i tell you it was good. Tui Kamakamitha. Mm. Outstanding. No, he yep. scored two tries, yep. but um, yeah, they 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 went from a sitting in the in the top eight in a negative four and against. I think they were minus three or four, something around there, mm. to now being in the positives by thirty or forty. Yeah, yeah, big turnaround, and we expect that from them. I'll tell you what, for a side that when you look at the ladder and you look at a side like Parramatta, they've just what well, they've just got a another thirty odd. Uh, positive points. They are at plus fifty in the four and against. Yep, they're as good as a win ahead of every other team that they end up on e- with even points because their four and against is so much stronger than all those teams that are down that part of the ladder. Mm. Uh, they got a really good four and against. Yep, yep, make a big difference. Now Mitchell Latrell Mitchell, of course, missing with a calf injury. By mm. the time Origin comes around, he hasn't played for three and a half weeks. Yep. Let's say a month. Yep, best part of a month. Uh, Cam Murray, from reports, has been cleared from that groin injury and mm-hmm. will be picked and, and will play. We're hearing conflicting reports about Latrell, about the seriousness of I, his calf muscle. I'm not sure they're conflicting, Sato. I think it was corroborated earlier mm. when we spoke to Fletch yep. about, um, I mean, he's hearing the same things, that, that he's he's not in a good spot. I know it's the just, Rabbits rested Cody Walker from that quad strain. Yep. Uh, they knew they got the tri- the, the bye this weekend. Yeah. Or next weekend, the upcoming weekend. It's their first bye. And they really started to flatline a fair bit. They've got players playing with niggling injuries, the players that have played a lot of minutes in the first 14, 15 rounds. So resting Walker 
didn't mean he wasn't going to be available for New South Wales. Actually, quite the contrary. And also, also resting Murray, but also Mitchell as well. Resting Mitchell. Hurts us, that's for sure. But I'll tell you, does it take him out of the picture when you've got a Matt Burton who, in a beaten side, was very good tonight? He was... Jerome Law was outstanding on Saturday night against But as a 14, but it looks like they might be taking Robson as that 14 or... Or Cook. Or Cook is at 14 now. But yep. Matt Burton certainly didn't do himself any um, harm in the performance that he put on tonight. Rabbit tomorrow says, let's hope they admit all the ra- rabbitos from New South Wales. <laughs> well, they got the bye this week, Rabbit Borough tomorrow. So yeah, if they're going to play Origin, they're not going to really get mu- much of a rest, are they, the Bunnies players? Now, on the flip side, the Queensland Origin squad was named today. Three changes, which were forced, of course. Xavier Coach, Jeremiah Nanai, Mo Fudawaka, uh, they all get a recall. AJ Brimson, 18th man, Corey Horsburgh. From about Friday, Saturday, it was led to believe that he was going to squeeze into that 17. And as I said, forced changes. Xavier Coates, outstanding yesterday. Very good. Jeremiah Nanai, only back one week. Then they had the bye. Mo Fadawaka, well, he's been outstanding for uh, for the Gold Coast Titans. Now, my concern mm-hmm. for Queensland yes. is if Fafita doesn't play 80. Yep. Jeremiah Nanai coming from the back of the field when it comes to match fitness. On the bench, there's no one really there that can cover the back row position. So I'm thinking for Queensland that well, Pat Carrigan will play 80 minutes. Yep. But during the game, actually uh, the Adelaide game, they put Reuben Cotter on the, on a on an edge. Yep. So they'll probably do that again at some stage throughout the game. Well, you've got, I mean, Fafita and Nanai, I'm sure they're expecting to get 80 out of those guys, I think. Without a doubt. At a pinch, Fafita would probably have a, have a break. Yeah, a little break. But Nanai's well, 21 years of age. Like, you could play for a week if they ask you to. Yeah, he'll be fine. Mm. He'll be fine. He, he's looked good in his return and, um, you know, he's made for it. He's, he's one of those guys that can just find the try line and, you know, score tries out of nothing. And that's that's what Origin is. It's those fluky tries that, you know, that just sort of pop up that win your games. And, um, yeah, I mean, New South Wales had a couple of them in the last game. Um, you know, Queensland came up with one at the death there with um, with Lindsay Collins. Just those those um, passing it back to Munster, taking that ball. It's just those fluky moments that you need, and he is a player that can come up with those moments um, time and time again. So, yeah, I think it's a great inclusion. What do you think, Daddy Vass? Well, Billy Slater said today that based off what he saw two weeks ago in his comeback game, he had enough enthusiasm. He, he said he saw in what his form was last year. He, he reckons he showed enough in that in that game of football that told they him. Lapped, they lapped the Melbourne by 50. Mm. And when, you, when you're winning by that much, you, I was saying earlier on to you guys, it feels like you're running downhill. It does. With the wind at your back. Yeah, yeah, it does. So I'm surprised they didn't pick I, Kirk Catewell. I am too, actually, Queensland, because I just feel as though that someone can fill in a back row. Mm. But like game one, when both wingers go off the field, centres go to the wings. They I had think you got to just roll the dice there, eh? I just don't think it's – I just don't think you can afford to carry that anymore. It's not – You have to with the HIA. Oh, you man, have to. I don't know. I, I just think you can handle it. I just – I know what you mean, but I just think it's – you've got to roll the dice. And we rolled the dice in game one, mm-hmm. and it worked out. Yeah. You know, I, I mean – and Queensland have got a lot of room for improvement. They were far from anywhere near their best. Um, New South Wales dominated every aspect of that game. It's going to be an interesting game, I, I'll tell you. Like – I noticed Queensland are raging favourites. Yeah. Paying $1.60. New South Wales, $2.35. Actually, we're going to talk about this a little bit later on. <laughs> crap stat. Get rid of the crap stat, ready? Uh, the last time New South Wales won game two at Suncorp after losing game one, 1998. So, crap stat. A little bit later on, we're going to go through that New South Wales 25 side. years ago. Yeah, 25 years. So... Backs it to the wall. We're going to go through that New South Wales 1998 side. Some interesting names there, actually. I didn't realise that they were playing Origin at that stage. So we'll go through that game one, game two. Eventually, Queensland won that series. They won game three. Two games in New South Wales, it was. Game one, game three. So uh, we'll go through that side a little bit later on. Uh, let's get an injury update. Thanks to Booper And uh, Booper join almost 4 million Australians to prepare for life with Booper because life happens. Selwyn Cobbo, will he... Re-injured that, yeah. yeah, that hit pointer against the Newcastle Knights. Hence why Xavier Coates is into the side. Is it Xavier or is it Xavier? Well, I'm hearing is both. It Xavier or Xavier. As of this year, I'm hearing Xavier. 
as in as opposed to Xavier. Right. Now the Melbourne players just call him X. Mm. I've got to say, they've always been critical of Xavier Coates. Right. <laughs> because he runs really upright. Yeah. Six foot five. Oh. Players get up underneath him. But he's he seems to be a lot more physical he's this bul- year. Mate, I reckon he's bulked up. Mm. I'd like to know what he weighed a year ago to what he weighs now. He just looks bigger, stronger. Uh, more assertive when he's running the ball. I'm I'm a big fan of the way he's playing at the moment. He was he was very dominant on the weekend. You know, scored a double. Have you seen um, those videos of whether it's Broncos or Melbourne where he's always the butt of everyone's jokes, like scaring him? No. Oh, the hilarious! Like he's the easiest guy to scare. Right, right. There's plenty of it on social. Didn't I? Is he just sort of like you, you know, know when you you know, set up the camera and he oh, yeah. and you're walking into your room and you're seeing whether there's a double bed or a queen bed and who's going to sleep where and there's people hiding in cupboards and oh yeah, yeah. He's, a guy apparently just sleeps anywhere, falls right. asleep anywhere in the, right. in the training room and yeah. play jokes. Who's the butt of the jokes when you're at the Sharkies? Um, Luke Lewis was uh, ours. Well, pro- probably Brett Howell on the whippet. Yep. But I did. He, he did get Dino one day. He, Dean Treister. Yeah, Dean Treister was. He was a bit of a prankster, and he got and he and he got Dino. He put the hummus under his door handle and stuff when he was at Pacific <laughs> Fair. So he's come out and got a handful of hummus. So Dino got a, got newspaper. We pulled up the train and we used to have video sessions with Langer. You know what video sessions with John Langer? It can like? go a little bit long. Two two, yeah. two and a half hours. <laughs> so so. Whippet's already in training. Dino gets a newspaper, paper mache's his whole car. It was all dewy in the morning, right? But, mate, we come out two and a half la- hours later, it would bake dry on his car. Ruined the whole car. <laughs> it was hilarious. Oh. Remember we used to have Goose of the Week? Yep. And you'd wear a pink shirt or... Yep. Can't have that anymore. No? Too sensitive. Oh, really? Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, gee. So, I mean, the favourite at the Gold Coast Chargers was you'd come out and they'd take the players had taken every wheel off your car and they'd hide them around the stadium. Yeah, right. So you'd be there for an hour and a half trying to find all the, all one, the wheels. One of our players used to drive one of those Suzuki Mighty Boys and we used to just pick it up and move it. <laughs> like you get four blokes, you'd pick it up and move it and you'd put it into a airport place where he can't drive it and then he, like, no one would help him move it. What? Uh, it uh, another injury update for Booper is Liam Martin, of course, that game against the Roosters, suffered a Category 1 HIA. It was... He got himself in a really bad position, bad technique, copped the hip of Jared Maria Hargraves. And if he is to play in game two, he has to be cleared under the new Category 1 clause. Mm. He, he can still play. It's just, I mean, he won't be able to do any contact training at all. And the only contact, the first contact he'll have, being game 11 one. days, will be the first tackle he, that he commits to uh, in a game. Took his angry pills yesterday, Jared Warrior Hargraves, didn't he? Took some out. <laughs> hey, what would you make of... Uh, and that injury update was, like I said, was thanks to Booper uh, because life happens. Join almost 4 million Australians to prepare for life with Booper. What would you make of the JWH and Spencer Lino? Oh, you're just two big blokes having a crack. It was better than Leo. <laughs> it was great. Oh, it was good. great. Um, oh, they'll sort it out. They're going to be teammates next year. It's, you know, I mean, I, I like to think what happens on the field stays on the field. I mean, most stuff does. you can sort of get over. Yeah. I, I, I do remember, though, like playing with um, uh, Bales and Buffler Frankie, like, you know, mm. tough guys in the middle of the field and stuff. And they used to carry on about certain blokes. And I'm like, I used to think, don't, don't, doesn't everyone just get along off the field? <laughs> like, I, I just sort of like, was like that. Ben know, Kennedy so. used, never used to shake my hand after a game. No, that's understandable. I, went to, I, I mean, I'd, I, went I, to the, I do it reluctantly. <laughs> I went to the judiciary <laughs> once after um, hitting him high and I got off and he was filthy about it ever yeah, since I that couldn't day. Let it go. And found it difficult to shake hands after a game. <laughs> yeah. you, were, you were a filthy player. So. <laughs> that's a lie. That's a lie. Uh, let's get to a break. Sats and Rap for Sports Day. Make sure you get involved in the show. Any stage, 0457 736 736. And we asked the question about Scotty Boland or Josh Hazelwood. Glenn and Shell Harbour. Evening, boys. Boland should play. No debate. He's made for the big stage. He's made for English wickets as well. Let's get to a break. After the break, we're going to do three burning questions with Daddy Vass. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. Rooster Muzz 
as Texas on zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Now Radis, I read that earlier in the season. You were yelling at clouds and went ballistic about Martin Taupau being Jordan Rapiner in the lemon spread and badly splitting him open. Yeah, he did actually. I did. Yes. You also ranted that Taupau owed Rapiner a duty of care. Absolutely. But you stoutly defended Tino Fasu Malaawi yes, when Happy Coruscant's jaw was badly broken in several spots the other day but made absolutely no mention of duty of care. Please explain. Okay, I will explain. Thank you for bringing our, that to my attention. This Rooster should be one Lace. of our three burning questions. So, okay, yeah. it's, the, it's the, the, the ball carrier yeah. who's running the ball. Yes, it's, that's what it, they do. It, yeah. it is the tacklers, like the tacklers who come out of the line at these ball carriers, they owe them a duty of care. Like they've got to control them. So they can't just throw themselves in willy-nilly and if something hit, like you hit them in the head, oh, it was an accident. It's up to that ball car- that, that ball that tackler to show that ball carrier a duty of care in that respect. And we've seen that before when Dale Finucane came out of the line and had a head clash with Stephen Crichton last year. Like, it wasn't a high tackle, but his head hit him in the head. So mm. it was... Now, Tino Pasunamalawi was running the ball, had his, his arm tucked the ball. Like if you can't hold the ball against your body and run the ball and run it hard, then what, 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 what game are we playing? Api Korosau stood in front of him and got, got run over. Yep. That's what happened. There was no, there was no foul play from Appy. There was no foul play from, from, um, from Tino. It was just a, a, an act of, you know, the collision, which created. There was poor tackle technique from Appy, which landed himself. It was yeah. In, in a bit of in a spot of bother. Now I feel for Appy, but there is no way you can punish. Now, if you're going to even penalise players for that, there's a difference between flying through as a defender. And throwing yourself at uh, a, a, an attacking player. It's a little bit like Dylan Napa used to lead with the head, yeah. arms out. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it is up to, like you, the, the, the ball runner is more defenseless than the, the, the defender. Does that make sense? You've two have, or three have players made, about uh, to come and make contact. Have I made yeah. sense there? Like, um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a very, very different situation. And to be quite honest, when you actually run with the ball in your arm, you don't run. You've got to use your arms for momentum to run yeah. as well. So if it's deliberately lifted Which to, it use it, yeah, to use it as a weapon, totally agree. But the defenders also have to lower their – bend their back. Bend and their back. Get some mm. really good uh, technique. You know what's there. funny? I was talking about this with Greg Bird, right? Mm. Um, Greg Bird used to tackle with his chest. And we were, we were driving to a game of golf on Friday together and we are just discussing it. What and golf game was it? It was the Mick Fanning charity oh, golf day. There you go. Wow. <laughs> anyway. Um, what? Bertie uh, was saying, guess, mate, if, if, I got, if I got a penalty every time I got hit in the head when I was making a tackle, he goes, mm. we, we would have 100 penalties a game. Like I used to say to Bertie, if your face isn't bleeding within the first 10 minutes, you're not having to go because he tackled chest on. And he knew that that was coming. And, but he, he didn't want to change his technique. That's the way he liked to tackle. Some players tackle chest on. Now, if you're going to tackle chest on, and you've got a big unit like Tino coming at you, chances are you're going to lose that battle. Yep. So you've got to change your technique. Mm. Well said. What do you think, Rooster Muzz? Hey? 0457 736 736. And for Toolkit Depot, three burning questions with Daddy Vass, your trade pro. I don't know if I can top that debate, boys. But anyway, I'll try my best. Uh, best solution. For the Roosters, there's been a lot of debate around the halves. Win. Manu not working. Got some injuries. Yeah. So Trent Robertson, after the match, he came no out. No real cohesion at the moment. No, no. He, he said this, boys. It's a challenge. Uh, you enjoy it. You want to be different, but that's what we're here for. You know, we're not here just for the good times. We're here to find a solution. So it's on me to find a solution. Um, and I enjoy that part of it, you know. It's not... It's not trying to fob it off. It's you know, I, it's on me. I've got to get this sorted, um, and you've got to use all your different coaching tools at the moment to try and get it. And it's not getting there, but uh, let's keep going. Let's keep keep finding a solution there. Yeah, uh, Sats. I love the way he's taken ownership of it. Yeah. Uh, as the coach, it is his it is his uh, problem to solve because he's got the cattle there. He's got to make it work. Now, um, on the on the other side of that, how do they make it work? Um, gee, I, you know, there's some things there that. Well, well I've heard a whisper that that Mitchell Pearce is going back there. Yeah, it's been reported throughout, you know, throughout the afternoon. A new it? strain, a new strain of that whisper that started <laughs> three months ago. 
I've, I've heard from a source today that Mitchell Pierce is 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 going to be there next year. Um, what 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 is your what's your take on that? Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. I don't know. I I don't know when you've got a young player like Sam Sammy Walker. Walker. There, I know Luke Keery's at the back end of his career. He's getting to an age now where he starts thinking about, you know, what role does he play? Is he a starting five eighth? Is he a fourteen? Whatever it may be, not quite sure. Does Mitchell Pierce is that part of the plan of bringing him back at the right price? Mm. And we well, certainly got and educate runs Sam on the Walker, board, doesn't he? Man, does yeah. Sam Walker say why is Mitchell Pierce coming back? Um, do create, I now go look for another club? I know it could create some. Um, Rooster Muzz, what do you think? Could create some animosity amongst the group. But Bondi Jack, so, Bondi Jack, what do you think about the possibility of Mitchell Pierce returning? Well, I think it's more than a possibility. That's what yeah. I'm hearing. Well, so. if you get him at the right price, there's no harm. No, there's no. Well, harm it's, like, it's like bringing Adam Reynolds back into the Bulldogs, really, wasn't it? Like it, it's. Um... Rooster Muzz reckons he told you. He said case closed. <laughs> case closed. <laughs> so I, I do agree with you. Trent Robinson's taking ownership. I think. I like it. I think there are some things with some players off the field think between the years really? that that they need to tidy themselves up on. Yeah, right. Well, that's a big call. Which becomes a. A really important part of your side. Yeah. Making sure yeah. that everyone's on the same page now. All right, number two. One. We know Reese Robson's in the New South Wales side. What well, squad. Squad. Mm. Squad. I'm not, sure, uh, not sure what role he'll play yet. Well, let's say let's say he's picked at nine. Yep. And Cookie's off the bench. What half or five eight combination will best suit that? Oh gee. Oh mate, look. <laughs> Is it fair to say that Hines has played himself out of a Number seven jersey. Because his first 20 minutes wasn't pretty, was it? No. And then, you know, on the back of, you know, a pretty average start, they've never really got any momentum in the game. So, Always, Freddie is the sort of guy to say to, to Nico, Nico, I've seen enough over the last 18 months to know that you'll be able to do the job well, for Well, it me. does, it does, it does, like I said earlier in the show, it puzzles me that they are that unsure this far, this far out from game two. They're that unsure, but they don't know. Like if Cleary goes down, what are we going to do? That's 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 a scary place to be for mm. a. But you know, it's dangerous footy sides, a, a wounded footy side. I'm throwing this out there based on the halfback, mm. um, and it's hard for us to comment because obviously it's Queensland. But mm. to take your Queensland hat off and be a rugby league fan, and I think based on Moses' game today, and I think Moses has always been in the back of their mind as as. The, the backup plan, the backup option in case Cleary was ever out. And did you think that the selection of Nico for for game one was was, I mean, based on his good form, but also like there was a lot of pressure to pick him, wasn't there? Yeah, there was from external pressure. But he plays a number of positions, so it made sense. Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't did. matter that he was in the centres. I mean, he should have been able to handle that because yeah. he plays a number of yeah. positions. I think the New South Wales Blues, based on Walker not playing on the weekend. I think there was a strategy behind that. I don't think South would have been publicly would be upset losing that game. Internally, I think they've gone, you know what? It's all right that we didn't win that one. We rested some players. We're going to have a bye this week. We'll move into the second phase of our of our season. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And I think we'll see Moses and Walker. Oh, wow. Yeah. Gee. I knew I was outstanding on Saturday night. I think we'll see Moses and Walker. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm tipping Moses and Luai. After Moses' game today. My, my, he was great today. Yep. Mitchell Moses. He was outstanding. Yeah. Outstanding. All right. Last one, boys. We'll squeeze this one in. Luke Brooks, he's rejected the Tigers' three-year extension. Now, the question is, Super League or NRL? Depends what price. Obviously, now, has he rejected the Tigers' three-year extension because of money offered or that he just yeah. needs a new that, There's a questions new on the back of that question, really, isn't there? Yeah. Mm. Um, if it's just a money thing, they might come to the table with a little bit more money that'll keep him there. But I... I really think he needs to change. He's been there for 11 years. I, I think the best thing for him would be to get out of there, get under a new coach, get into a whole new system, um, whether it's at another NRL club or over in Super League. Um, I, I think he'd go over there and he'd, he'd, he'd kill, yeah, but, it in, kill it in Super League. But Yeah, he would. But would he get 500000 or more? Uh, he'd probably get something similar, wouldn't he? So if you're going to get something similar, would you... Be prepared to Would move. Would you uproot and move? Yeah, and yeah, it's a, big, it's a big call. It's a massive call. So. Uh, but he's, he's, you know, he's 29 at the end of this year. He's got a, he's got a, uh, you know, it's probably his last contract or two mm. that he's sort of looking at now. So he's got to look at, you know, he's been on big dollars. Well, he's got time to think about it because he's torn his hamstring. He was pretty good mm. on Thursday night. Until yeah, he, he was real hamstring. good. He was real good early. Yeah. He was running the ball and, you know, marshalling the troops and 
Yeah, he was he was looking pretty good, and and they had their opportunities to get right back into that game. The Tigers, a um, couple of sort of fluky little tries there by the Titans that sort of buried him in the end. But um, yeah, he's uh, he's been in not bad form the last four or five weeks. Yeah, absolutely. Rooster Muzz, never mind Cotter. I say welcome back, Junior Junior. So he likes the idea yep. of Mitchell Pierce. So what are your thoughts on any of those questions? Zero four five seven seven three six. 736 for Toolkit Depot. Everything you need to get the job done. Shop in store or online. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Three metres out. McCulloch back the other way. Throws a dummy. He's in goal. Try. McCulloch dummied and scores. Brisbane lead 4-0. Kick the cup. Yeah, over 300 games. He played for the Brisbane Broncos, the Dragons, the Knights. Four games for the Maroons. And on the back of the Queensland side, being named today by coach Billy Slater for World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. He's also an ambassador of World Gym Australia. We'll, we'll find out a little bit more about what he's doing oh, post-retirement. He's looking ripped. Wise. I was with him last week. Andrew McCulloch joins us on Sports Day. <laughs> How are you, Macca? Cheers, boys. Thanks very much for having me on. I appreciate it. No, it's always good to talk to you. Always good to talk to ex-players leading into origin and their mindset. And you're only just fresh out of the game. So let's talk about Maroon's camp. Conceal it in game two. Does the camp intensify because there's so much at stake, or do you think game two just is business as usual? Oh, mate, it'd be hard not to sort of block out a lot, obviously, how much is riding on this game. You know, I guess pressure at home, expecting to win for Queensland's, I guess, a little bit different um, for us. Um, But in saying that too, you know, there's plenty of guys that have sort of been in this position before and, trying to keep the younger guys or the newer guys on the scene nice and relaxed and making sure they're not drained before getting to that game. It is, uh, you know, it can be a fairly long, you know, seven to ten days. So just being able to build in the week, making sure you're enjoying every day for what it is and then getting ready for the game when it comes Wednesday night about quarter past eight. Yeah. Now, Macca, we called game one together. And um, it would be it'd fair to say, like, what we witnessed was it was a fairly dominant performance by New South Wales in a lot of areas. So... You know, according to the game stats, they're on top of us everywhere. Where do you think New South Wales need to improve the most uh, to get the best out of uh, their game two performance? Yeah, look, when me and you were calling it, right, we were just we were just sort of waiting for that last sort of punch or that last little pass. And you know, like you said, they had ample opportunities. They were down there camped on Queensland's line for a long period of time. It's just that last pass, maybe the centre to the winger or the half to the centre that they just missed out on and. A lot of times they've been nailing them at those sort of moments over the years, but that sort of just went to, I guess, backfired into that game when Queensland were able to hang on. And then obviously with the sin bending of, of, of Fleggy, you know, they, they just didn't crunch those moments in Queensland. It's easy to well and good to say that watching, sitting on the, you know, sitting on the, in the stands, but it all just comes back to quick moments and missing out. And yeah, I think if they can do that, we need a little bit different now with whatever they're going to do with the halves, but, um, as a Queensland, it doesn't really matter, I suppose. Now, what, where, do you see, where do you think Queensland can improve, mate? Oh, mate, I, I think they just they, they really start a game well and then just sort of give a lot of opportunities to New South Wales towards that mid part of the first game. Uh, yeah, the first half, sorry. Mm. And just looking to kick. I'd like to see Benny Hunt kick a bit early after a point or early kick, you know, tackle three, tackle four, try and get New South Wales coming out of the backfield for a bit um, rather than them, the New South Wales back three catching it on so inside their 20-metre line and carrying it out over the 30, 40. You know, by play one or two, I think um, it's something they need to probably address and, and get right for game two. Mm. Your pet position, the number nine, uh, we're hearing that New South Wales is going to pick two hookers. Reese Robson potentially starred Damien Cook for the one-two punch. It works for Queensland. Do you think New South Wales have deliberately tried to tried to mirror Queensland, or do you think this is something that could, could work for them also? Oh, I think it could work for them. I think, um, you know, they've got, you know, quality number nines, um, New South Wales, and they have done for a fair while now. So they're just trying to look for that balance where they've probably seen a bit of success there now with, you know, Benny Hunt and, and Harry Grant. you got, you know, Benny plays a bit of that lock ball playing position there at certain times. So they may feel 
it still have Cook on there, but they might have a bit more leg speed and, and a pass. You know, Reese Robson can play in lock as well. So, yeah, they got that variety there, and he can slot into nine if Damien sort of, um, you know, starting to get a bit fatigued and his running game sort of slides towards the back end of the game as well. So, yeah, plenty of decisions for New South Wales to make there, and it's going to be interesting what they come up with. Now, Benny Hunt, Macca, and we're talking to Andrew McCulloch here, former Brisbane Bronco, an NRL legend, 300 games, four games for the Maroons. Benny Hunt intrigues me. I, I don't know Benny, and you know him better than most. You've played a majority of your rugby league with Benny Hunt through the Broncos and, and the clubs you've been at. At thir- He must be so tough, like mentally. We know he's physically, but psychologically, he must be a tough guy. He's, he's always maligned, much maligned, isn't he, Benny Hunt? But at 33 years of age, at NRL level, is he best at number seven still or number nine moving forward, Macca? Yeah, well, everyone's got this debate at the moment. For, for, for me, like, everyone forgets, you know, what do you get second in the Dally M's playing halfback too last year? Um, you know, he's buying Nico Hines, so he's, you know, any other year he's nearly a good chance of winning mm. that. So everyone loses the fact that how good of a player he is at halfback. And for him personally, that, all well and good, everyone. You know, three games to get up for. It's uh, the rigorous, you know, 25, 26, you know, weeks of, you know, continuous, you know, NRL football. It, it doesn't desire him. He, he probably doesn't feel he's his best. It's all right for those three or four games that he can get up, you know, pack crowd. But, you know, mentally playing his most consistent football, he probably feels um, that halfback halfback role's best suited to him and. Um, you know, and you can't doubt that either. Obviously, if he wasn't playing well there, you, you'd probably have to move him. But it, his form isn't changing or wavering at all. It's I'd keep him there in the halfback role and look for something else that they weren't happy of this season. There with their nine, if they wanted to move him. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I think he's I, he's just a great footballer. So yeah. you could put him anywhere on yeah, the field. Exactly. Put him in the thirteen, G, the seven, yeah. the nine. You can, you can just do it. That's what I love about him, um, mate. Quick one, um, Kalen Ponga. He, he said that even if Queensland have injuries. He's not going to be available um, for selection for this series. Does that does that surprise you, particularly given his form on the weekend? Oh, no, I, I really made it. You know, if you think about it too, I think he's obviously he wants to get back playing some more consistent football week in week out. But you also got to think too. I think he he does um, need to repay the the nights um, yeah. to that fact of how much work they've done from the America trip. Um, and obviously, first and foremost, the salaries that he's getting from him. So they're going to be looking at bang for buck and making sure he's playing for the Knights majority of the time. And he probably feels he's not in the stage now after those concussions that, you know, that may be a bigger chance of actually becoming. Obviously, the sheer physical of State of Origin might be a bit worried about that now. And, you know, he's employee too. He's got to be also thinking, trying to play finals football and repay the, the Knights for what they've done for him. Yeah, yeah. Now, before we let you go, Macca, Okay, well, you know how much you loved your training when you played. It was when you paid to train. It's it looks like he could be running around out there. Oh, he, he has got a <laughs> massive afro. It's like yeah, yeah. It's, fuzzy a bear salmon afro, on him too. I think I did post forty. That. Now you're an ambassador. You're an ambassador for World Gym, who's proud supporters of the show. Post career, so you have to lift a lot of weights when you play. Mm. How do you stay fit? Yeah. Are you still are you, are you able still to lifting? run post? Post-career? Oh, mate, see, that's, a, that's the thing. I, I, when I was playing, because my body was probably a bit more banged up and I was in there, like, I didn't enjoy, I didn't really enjoy the weight. So, like, I did it, but I wasn't, you know, those blokes doing curls at the end of training, you know, whatever it might be. I sort of, um, I enjoy it more now that I, I've finished and the body's feeling good. I can go lift, do different things without having to worry about playing a game of football. So, Coming on board with um, World Gym and trying out all the new equipment, mate, it's 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 world class, and it just gives a gives you a bit of energy going to training. Sometimes when you go into a facility, it's as good as that is. Are you doing the power cleans and the, see? You never do a squat. I bet, you, I bet you're doing curls now. No, look, there's, <laughs> there's a set of dumbbells, but they're collecting dust at home, right? Don't worry about that, mate. Uh, good stuff, Andrew McCulloch. Yep. That's what. I'll just watch that Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, I just started watching that last night. Great story. Great story. That'll get me pumped up. Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Andrew McCulloch, uh, thanks for joining us on Sports Day, mate. Thanks, Maka. Anytime, boys. Thank you. World Gym Australia, train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym.
We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, let's close off the first hour. Thanks for joining us. And Steve says, oh. evening, fellas. I didn't think you guys were on tonight because of the public holiday. Lucky I checked. Mm. And then he's he's all and all about Paris. And I hope Moses doesn't get picked. Parry need him. Mm. Um Moses could get the triple crown, the Dally Wally Lewis medal, Clive <laughs> Churchill. After Gutho's performance, Freddie should be looking at him. Maybe Sivo <laughs> <Sivo> as well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but on the back of that, uh, and we've just thrown this in at the last things moment. Yeah. Things that make you go, hmm. Now, some breaking news. We're hearing some some rumours out of New South Wales. Mm-hmm. Possible selections, Spen- Rap. Spencer Lenu. Yeah. Is it Lenu or Lenu or Lenu? Spencer Lenu. Lenu. Yep. Spencer Lenu off the bench. That Potentially re- replacing TPJ. Yep. Um, I think it's a safer bet. I think Junior Bolo and and also Payne Huss will start because when Junior Bolo came on the oh. field in game two, everything changed for New South yeah. Wales. Mm. Uh, but Spencer Lenya, now he's allowed to play Origin because Samoa, even though playing in the World second Cup tier. final, they're still a second-tier mm. nation. So uh, they'll end up changing that rule a little bit. I think, I think most people will be – Will be available. He is a wrecking ball. He uh, is frightening off try, the bench. He scored a try in magic round. Oh, yeah. He came off the back fence and it was just, it wouldn't matter who was standing in front of him. They just were not stopping him. Um, obviously, he ruptured a testicle. Is that right? Was that him? Yeah. Yeah, he did yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he did. And finished the training session. Yep. And then realized what he'd done. Yep. Uh, that's tough. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't need to rupture one. I'm, I'm crying. <laughs> like, I'm crying at the thought of him rupturing a testicle, not, not me. He wanted to keep the swelling but get rid of the pain. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. Um, mate, yeah, congratulations if it's true. Um, uh, he, he'll be a great origin player. Um, he'll be one that Queensland will have to keep their eye on. Um, he'll certainly he'll add, he'll add punch, that's for sure. Good evening, Sats and Rat. You just mentioned that Xavier Coates looks a little bit, little bit more solid. I've noticed the same with Corey Allen. This is from Michael. He looks a lot thicker. Than 12 or 18 months ago. Uh, yeah, Xavier does does look bigger. And Daniel from Prairiewood, listening on the app, says, Sats and Rat, I'm happy for the X-Man. That's Xavier Coates. Selfishly, I'd like to have him overlooked and remaining available for Melbourne this week. But Coates will definitely be back in the rep environment. Coming back to the storm, more confident to Rat's point, Coates is 108 kilos. He's still only 22. Yep. It, it, well, it says in Wikipedia, he's 108 kilograms. He's 65. He's sorry, six foot five. 195 centimetres. Oh. Six foot four. I think Glenn's going to be on in the next hour as well, so make sure you stick around. Make sure you continue to be involved in the show. 0457 736 736. We're going to go across the 1998 New South Wales team. The last time that they lost game one, went on and went one game two at Suncorp. What did that squad look like? That's a wrap for Sports Day. Stick around. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. Winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. It's the Kia Top 7 on Sports Day. Yeah, a lot of amazing moments over the weekend. And one of those doesn't involve a rugby league at all. It's a huge day for Australian sport, especially cricket. If you're a cricketing fan, you don't even have to be a cricketing fan. It was great to see Australia win that. Let's see where it sits on the Kia top seven. What are we looking at here, Rat? What's number seven? Benny Hunt backing up through the middle as the Dragons bury the bunnies. Flat ball to Huss. Then Sullivan clipped by Graham. Sullivan will back himself over the top. Fiona now. Support in the middle. Still going. What a ball. Then to Benny Hunt. Fiona's a magician. And Hunt the support play. Sensational! He is such a good player. You know, oh. I don't know whether you caught that game. I was on air yeah, doing yeah. a show in Sydney, and I said to Stephen O'Keefe, former Test cricket, Australian yep. Test cricket, I said, the sock. "Yeah, there was eight minutes to go," and I said, "I'll give you a thousand to one that the Rabbitohs won't come home." He said, "I'll, I'll take hundred on that." They scored three <laughs> oh, tries mate. in four minutes. And I'll tell you what, 
they, they weren't far off and on that last 36, play. 30. Yep. They, they both scored five tries, I think it was. It was just goal-kicking yep. to the Bunnies. Yep. Yeah, number six, Big Tino, the captain of the Titans. It was oh, unbelievable on Thursday night. He got to meet, meet Pye as well and, and also got off possible judiciary. Beryl's out of acting half. Gives the ball to Tino for Suamala Awi, who strolls over for the try. But what about the pass from Sam Verrills? He put it on a platter. I think next year, I think the Titans are comp- uh, heavily entrenched in the top eight. Heavily entrenched. I think they're. I, I think they're building towards something. So oh, they they may right. make the eight this so year. So much talent. But I think there. next year so they talent. will be entrenched around the top, bit top of, four, top five. Bit of luck around their injuries. I think they could be very, very dangerous. Yeah. Number five, Ruben Gaznia, or Ruben Garrick, or he calls himself Ruben Gaznia now after getting a hat trick, <laughs> playing in the centres. Um, against an understrength Dolphin. He's punched straight through Olakawadu. Garrick with another one! Ah, oh, the scoreboard's struggling to keep up now. Yeah, they're, they're just starting to wilter a little bit, aren't they, the Dolphins? Just, oh, it's going to be hard Just digging here, into their uh, the depth at the moment. Number four, Xavier Coates. Unbelievable in the big win against the Sharks. He gets a double and reminds Billy Slater what he can do for Queensland. Hughes kicking towards Xavier Coates. He's got a running leap, and up he goes! And he puts it down in remarkable fashion. Now you win some, you lose more. I may have had a bit of a flutter on Xavier Coates to get a double. Okay. Oh, I may have had a bit of a flutter. Well, I'll tell you what, this guy has been on fire. Dallin Wateni Zelezniak fires the odds with one of the best puts that put downs you'll ever see as a Warriors spoiled Jared Croak. What's the kick from Johnson? Oh, that's way big. That's oh. way big. Oh! oh! <laughs> it is not way oh, my big. God. It is inch perfect. And Dallin Wateni Zelezniak, who's been in the wars tonight, catches a screamer and somehow gets it down. Always happens when a player is celebrating a big milestone. But when that came off the boot of Sean Johnson, it looked like it was was going to land in the stand. Yeah, in the CBD. (laughs) Just before we move on with the care top seven, do you think resting Croker last week was the right call? Had nothing to do with it. Absolutely. Had nothing to do with that. You know what? It may prove to be costly at the end of the year when they miss out on the eight by two points, whatever it may be. Sometimes the occasion far outweighs the outcome. Mm. And he deserved that. He deserved to have everything about yeah, him on, on the weekend. Uh, number two, this was amazing. He's, this is twice now this player has done this, the little flick pass to Adam Reynolds for a try. He did against Parramatta and Darwin. And again, Ezra Mam flicked past Adam Reynolds as the halves combined to get the Broncos home very late against the Knights. Can they grab perhaps the knockout blow? Hedrington, he's fresh, offloads for Reynolds. Mam is there. He beat Ponger back to Reynolds. Oh, boy, what a try. Reynolds and Mam. Oh, that's silky. That is beautiful stuff, Ezra Man. Oh, that's ridiculous. I'll tell you what it is. Great call, Warren Smith. But what about, I'll tell you what, what about it, the, it had the perfect little spin on it. It was like a it was like a, a spiral pass yeah. out the back of his hand. That's confidence, isn't it? Oh, it was just yeah, it was magic. Yeah, it was magic. There, yeah, he again, Ezra Man. He's a guy that'll he'll end up playing Origin one day for Queensland, I think. And number one, Rat. Number one. Australia. How can we go past this? Australia defeating India to win the World Test Championship. By over 200 runs. Line around the wicket, reverse sweep from Siraj, and he doesn't beat backward point. Scott Boland takes the catch to secures the World Test Championship final for Australia. The culmination of two years' hard work from Lahore to Gaul to Indoor, now back to London, losing just three test matches through that stretch. A side that's gone to the next level under Pat Cummins. And a legacy-defining trip couldn't have started any better. Yeah, Mission they, accomplished. They are travelling beautifully. Champion. Absolutely beautifully are the Australian cricket team as they head into the first test of the Ashes. First ball on Friday. And every ball can be heard on SEN as well. That's the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's largest SUV available now at your nearest Kia dealer. That was your Kia Top 7. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon.
the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, that's it for another show. Thanks for joining us. Hope you had a great weekend. Hope you had a great start of the week also. Before we go, Liam Martin, who suffered a Category mm. 1 uh, against the Roosters the other night. And after the game, apparently, uh, was like to remember everything and hasn't had a lot of head knocks in the past, which... Right. And it looks as though... He'll get an exemption. He, they'll, they'll apply for the exemption. They'll apply for the exemption. And day two, day three, so two days after the the event is the most important day when he meets with um, when he meets with the independent doctors. Well, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, obviously they want him to play. He was their best play, one of their best players in the last game. But but Campbell Graham was ruled out because he couldn't do the contact at the early in the early part of the week. Yes, because he had an injured, mm. injured uh, sternum. Yep. Now he's not going to be able to do any contact. No, as part of the category ones, yeah, he's not allowed to do it unless he gets unless he's successful with the appeal and they overturn it. Uh, he's allowed to then do contact training. He's not showing any signs of concussion, like ongoing uh, headaches, right, okay. lack of sleep. Um, so, so you'd expect him to be right. I, I mean, if he, if they're going to if he's going to play, they're going to clear him. Yeah, you'd think he's so. got he's got to be cleared to play because he's, he's a mandatory stand down takes him up to game day. Game day. Right. So, and if he is. He's, either way, he's going to play. Yep. It'll decide whether he's allowed to do full training after, as of probably Wednesday, yep. when they go into camp, which will be five days after the game, yep. or four days, four and a half days, or he doesn't do any contact and his first contact will be Wednesday night at Suncorp Stadium. Ooh, <laughs> big call. Welcome to the show. Mm. Welcome to the game. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Matty. No worries, mate. See everyone tomorrow night. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. The halfway line, hands. Moses now beats Pengai Jr. again. Look at him go. Gutherson's there once again. He beats Manny. Pengatho. It is the Kings. That was just for you. Just for you, Steve. And yeah. also, Triple P. Perth Parapest. The game today just confirms Moses is the best halfback in the comp. And when we start talking about King Gutho as an immortal, told you Parra will win the comp if you like the money. You're going Steal the too wife's far purse now. To no, get on. no one's going to listen. Come on, that's it's ridiculous. Just, it's too much. We're trying to, we're trying to be a credible show. And the whack pack just bring us down. Fit, Fitzy's just texting as if any, as, as, as if we would listen to you two turncoats about New South Wales selection. Well, we're trying to be partial. I'm trying to be impartial a little bit, Fitzy. But Steve from Dubbo did say, "What's Fitzy do? He used uh, to have. A, I know he used to have a a pizza. He, he works in. Uh, he works in um, attachments for earth moving equipment. So, so what's an attachment? Like a scoop, like a, like a scooper like a bucket, and buckets. Buckets. That's what they call buckets and yeah, like you know." Um, yeah, buckets, basically. Mm. He's built like a two-iron, isn't he, Fitzy? He is. He hits it all right, too. Hey, on the back of that, on the back of that, mm. uh, on the back of that Nick, golf. No, Here we Nick go. Taylor. Uh, hey, yeah. Matty, what did you think of the putt this morning by Taylor? Is that Nick Taylor? Nick Taylor, The Canadian. Yeah, yeah. Not bad considering it was the longest putt he's ever sunk. And to do it in the third playoff hole shows plenty of nerve. Yeah, it was the fourth playoff hole. So this is PGA tournament? PGA tournament, Canadian Open. Yep. Um, him and Tommy Fleetwood. Go into a playoff. Both finished at 17 under. Tommy Fleetwood has never won on uh, the US Tour, on the US PGA. So, big moment for him. Got to the fourth playoff hole. He was 72 feet away from the hole. Um, Tommy Fleetwood wasn't in a great position, but, it, mate, he holed a 72-foot putt to win the tournament in front of... And he's a Canadian, so all the Canadians were going berserk, going absolutely bonkers. Um, it, was a, it was a great moment. Yeah, it was really good. Wow. So a lot, 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 of, lot of stuff going on in the golf Okay, can I ask you about yeah, yeah. the PGA and Liv coming together, but when does it officially, when does officially that that new concept and that new competition, when does that officially start? Well, well, they got time to thrash it out. Well, the, the, the PGA Tour runs from September through to the end of August. Yep. So that the, this year's season won't finish till the end of August when mm-hmm. they play the um, the Tour Championship. I think it's in Illinois uh, at Eastlake. Uh so they'll they'll play that, and they've got between now and then to to work out, you know, how it's all going to work. But I mean, Rory's just he's carried on a fair bit. I understand it. I mean, he he's, he sort of got burnt by the people he was supporting. However, it's probably time just to, mate, it's happening. So you know, the the, the reality is the the guy that now owns golf, 
Um, the, the reason he owns golf is because a heap of guys weren't happy with what the PGA Tour were doing. He offered them a lot of money. They came across. He spent over a billion dollars, nearly, nearly $2 billion he invested in Liv and, and these players. Um, he now basically owns golf. Mm. So I can't see him – he, I can't see him finding those guys – that they were the ticket for him to own golf. Mm. He's not going to find them to have them come back and play. No. I think he's going to have to put a bit of money in the pockets of the guys that he offered money to, and they didn't come over to make them feel okay about it. But it's interesting. It's all about the money sets, and, and they, can all, they can all stand on their moral high horse and say this, that, and the other. But, you know, now the deal's been done, and, and you know, the money's flowing into the game. And look, at the end of the day... Um, love him, like him or loathe him, like Greg Norman, he was always about, and he's always had a gripe about how the players were treated and they weren't getting their fair share and money was being siphoned into other areas and this, that and the other. Um, he was always about that. And he created an environment where the players and the caddies looked after better in live. Uh, now they're, they're going to be back together and I'll bet you the players and the caddies looked after better now based on what Greg Norman did. Do you know what, Rad? I know there's a lot of people saying, what about the guys that turn their back on you know, 150, 200, 300 million, yep. Tiger at 800 million. Yep. I've got no doubt they were looked after by the PGA, you would think. Well, but in saying that, but in saying that, it is no different to Super League. If you sign with Super League and got more money than what the ARL were going to offer you, that's your decision. Yeah. And if you, if you stay loyal to the ARL for whatever reason, I can't then go back and say, well, I can't believe that player over there got more money than me yeah, because I me stayed over go. here. Give me another go at it. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't just doesn't work. make sense. No, and, and the thing is, Sats, um, like I'm like the, the the crown prince of the of, of Saudi who runs the the public investment fund, he's going to want all these guys to be happy. Mm. I mean, it's, it's he's now investing in this sport, so he can't have this, uh, you know, us versus them anymore. It's it's not about that after you know the end of August, you know, the, the new season in September. So he will do what he needs to do to make everybody happy. I've got no doubt about it. There'll, there'll be a way that he does that and. You know, more often than not, it'll be through the hip pocket. He'll give them money or he'll pay them and, and um, you know, they'll get on about their business and we'll, we'll see a, a truly global sport, a, a truly unified global sport because this doesn't just incorporate the PGA in, in the US. It, it, uh, it incorporates DP World Tour as well. So it's one umbrella now uh, encompassing golf, which is brilliant. And, you know, for us who, you know, live in places far away from the US, uh, we might get a little bit more of a taste of golf on our shores, which will be good. Yep. Now, there was breaking news this afternoon. The Dragons will announce their new head coach after a board meeting, which meets tomorrow, and all eight have to have a hand in the decision, eight board members of the Dragons. Of does, course it, it, does it have to be unanimous? Well, I, I've, I've heard it has to be unanimous. It has to be to, unanimous so from one, all reports. If one person has a gripe against the coach. Let's go back to the drawing board. Gee, gee, that's tough, isn't it? My question to you and also to the listeners, 0457-736-736, can the Dragons take a risk? And what I mean by that is, are they in a position where they they can sign a coach? From all reports, there are some on the, on the board that are very hesitant about signing a coach that comes with previous baggage in his time at the, drag, uh, the Sharks, I should say. Are they in a position where they can make a decision of that nature or are they in a position where they have to make a decision of that nature? I don't think they have to make a decision right now. That, this is the thing. Like, I, I literally... I, well, they have to do it for, for recruitment purposes. Mate. Players want to know who's going to coach the club. Ryan Carr seems to have these guys going all right. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, 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 I'm waiting a few more weeks before I make a decision. Do as much research as possible. I Talk am, to as many people as possible. Yeah, I, I am literally... like the, He's got them humming along. Yeah. I mean, they had a great win on the weekend. Um, they've had two out of... what? He's two from four. Um, yeah, fifty percent. It's not great, but it's it's, it's be- a lot better than what they were doing. Yeah. Um, it seems like he's got got him on on board, which is great. I, I mean, I don't know. It's gee, it's a, it's a tough one, isn't it, St yeah. George? It really is. So all four members of the Win Corporation that's, side. That's Illawarra Steelers. Yeah. Yep. And all four members of St George side all have to be in agreement. Yep. So now. I haven't spoken to him about this, and I know he's an assistant to Ricky. I said this on Saturday. We're doing the show with Steve O'Keefe and Adrian Prezanko and and Joel Kane. If you want a coach to come in and rattle a few cages. Michael Maguire. Michael Maguire. I I don't know why his name hasn't been mentioned. I know clubs are a little bit apprehensive because he 
he sometimes doesn't know how to turn the turn the switch off when it comes to Intensity. focusing on rugby league. But mm. South Sydney, when that's he took, what you need. When he took over in two thousand and for the first season, he took over. They came eleventh the year before. Mm. They needed some changes. They needed their team to be psychologically tough, psychologically fit, mm. and he did that. He, he turned them around. He got Sam Burgess to focus more on being a leader as opposed to being a rugby league player, being a really good player, being one of the best players, but also living this leading this life of um, of the limelight. Yeah, movie openings and whatever it may be, you need to put all your soul focus into you know winning a comp with this this club. So I'm surprised his name hasn't been thrown in the wind uh, into the. Well, he hasn't the been mix. mentioned at all. No. Since. Um, and so, so you're saying they're, they're going to make an, an announcement tomorrow? Well, they're meeting tomorrow. Whether they make that official announcement tomorrow, unsure. It just seems like I get it. They got to get a coach, but it just seems like oh, we didn't get him quickly. Let's get someone else. Mm. You know, like it just seems a little rushed. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm just reading into it. But yeah, just so seems, the other candidates are led to believe ex-players Dean Young, Ben Hornby. Now, I couldn't see Dean Young leaving the Cowboys in an assistant coaching role to go down to the Dragons, his old club, in an assistant coaching role. I, I couldn't see him doing that for some reason. Maybe he, he'd be happy being at the club if that's one of the options, if they name mm. someone else as a head coach. But... Ben Hornby currently assistant coach at South Sydney. Mm. So, yeah, watch this space a little bit more. We'll know a little bit more by the, tomorrow afternoon after the, after the board meeting. Mate, Rooster, Mar- Rooster Muzz is into the eels. Uh, he reckons the, the eels form is absolutely false. How so, you may ask? He says, my mob are going like absolute bustards and we lap them. Mm. Good point. Yep. Boys, the best story to come out of the Game 2 1998 Origin Series was New South Wales coach Tommy Radonigas directing the team bus down Caxton Street to fire up the Blues. The bus was copping it with Queensland fans hitting the bus, throwing beer and spitting on the bus, only for Tommy to open up the window on the Murray's bus and started spitting back at them. God rest his soul. <laughs> That's Dan. Mate, he, uh, so he 99, did you go down in 99? Yeah. You yeah, did? I went down in 99 and 2000. And 2000? Yeah, yeah. I think okay. it finished after that. But, um, oh, mate, what a, what a trip that was, going down Caxton Street. Yeah, you um, you certainly knew you were you're in for something pretty special. What about Steve from Dubbo saying? I don't think there will ever be on the back of the cricket that's just gone on. I don't think there will ever be anything like them West Indies side from the seventies and eighties. Not in my lifetime, anyway. Yeah, they were pretty spectacular, weren't they? There is a documentary on, I think it's Binge, and it is called Keep Talking Rat. Yep. Well, Dan Dan from Prairie would. He did uh, remind us, gents, unlimited interchange was in the in the effect for three seasons, 98 to 2000, a flow-on effect from Super League. So to Rat's point, unlimited interchange was applied to that 1998 really? Origin Series. Really? Is that – because I played – I can't remember. I remember 2000, the unlimited interchange. I remember that was a few years of it because I hated it. Really? Oh, I hated it. Well, I did hate it. Because I remember 2000, specifically 2000, because the Brisbane Broncos had this massive forward pack, Brad mm. Thorne, Gordon Tallis – uh, Shane Webke, Petro Sivanasiva and co, Tony Carroll, and they just kept rolling them on every yeah. five or six minutes. Yeah, mate. Well, it was bad. Like, I was only little, you know, so I, I, I sweated on guys getting tired, and they just never got tired. Yep. And, mate, teams were having, like, 40 and 50 interchanges in a game. Yeah. It was insane. A little bit like a the play, AFL. player just wouldn't get tired. They just, as soon as they started to feel, and the coach would say that to the forwards. I remember being in team meetings, boys, I don't, you don't need to be tired. Just put your hand up and come straight off. You know, have a few runs, come off. We'll get someone else on. I mean, it's hard to get any sort of real rhythm, but, man, lots of interchanges. I, I remember we played the Broncos one night and in the unlimited interchange, and the, the back row at Penrith was uh, myself, John Cross. So we're only small, smallish sort of forwards. Matty Adamson, who was a big man, big back row, former fullback, and... Webkey would come off and Petro would come off and Thorne would come off and they wouldn't even sit down. They'd walk up and down the sideline, the length of the field, and then they'd just go straight back on again. Mm. And as a smaller forward, they just kept pouring through the oh, middle. Yeah. And in the end, they end up going on winning the comp. And, yeah, horrible. And we're pretty comfortable against the Roosters as well. That that documentary I was t- t- talking about, Fire in Babylon, mm, which right. is it's about the 70s and 80s uh, record-breaking 
West Indies team. And yeah. it's got all stock footage, footage that's never been seen before as well. They interview uh, Gordon Greenwich, Desmond Haynes, Viv Richards, Clive Lloyd's there as well, Andy Roberts. It's it's an amazing documentary if you love your sport. If you ever get a chance to be in Greg Ritchie's uh, company, oh. you ask him the stories he tells about facing the West Indies. It is some of the funniest stuff. Um, yeah, it's fantastic. Boys, uh, this is from uh, from David from Old Toon Gabby. Matty and Sats, how good was Nick Kossap? He was a great player. I'm an, I'm an ill tragic, but he was a great footy player. We just not sore enough of. Yeah, yep. he, he struggled a little bit with injuries, and like we said, his knees. At, yeah, um, Dave and Old Toon Gabby. I remember playing under-21s for the Gold Coast Seagulls, and we had a really good under-21 side, 1992. And the back, the back row for Manly one day was Menzies early on the season. Menzies. Kossef was locked and Daniel Gartner yes. was the other second rower. And they were just near unstoppable. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Gartner was that rangy sort of, you know, they were all built very much the same, weren't they? Yeah, they, they weren't were. thick. They weren't like your Tyson Frizzell type back rower. They were your big rangy, could get an offload away. Yeah, it was a very good side. Uh, let's get to a break. Sats and Rat for Sports Day and we'll get to the rest of your texts at the other side. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, let's wrap the show up. Let's get to some more of your texts. Yeah, yeah, quick rap. one. And this one came in early. Hey, Rooster Mothers, he says, this is from Robert Barrett tomorrow. You forgot to say no team in 115 years has had 50 scored against them have ever won the comp. Bye-bye, Sharkies. Well, let me just say, rules are there. Well, records are there to be broken, right? Mm. Come on, you Sharkies. You can do it for me. You know that, that stat, one year... Well, the Rabbits nearly did it two years ago when they... 2001, yep. the Newcastle Knights got beaten by you, the Sharkies, yep. at Shark Park, 49-22 or something. Basically 50. They went on and won the comp. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Mm. What, yeah. What else have we got there, Rat? All right. G'day, boy. Uh, this is uh, from Nate. He says, G'day, boys. I think Nico is not experienced in the big arena. Against your week-to-week teams, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a marshal. So I think they can... They stay with experience, and I'm, I'd give Cody Walker and Adam Reynolds a crack, especially with the likes of Murray around. It'll be like a little reunion. It's a huge risk, isn't it? But again, uh, as we were saying last week, Freddie's got to throw all his chips in, I think. I think he's got to throw all his chips well, in. I mean, it's a do or die. Hmm. If they lose, is he gone? Oh, I, think, I think Freddie I think would step I, aside. I think there's a, I think there's a big... Changing he, of the guard there if, if they lose. I think he loves New South, the New South Wales jersey so much that he would probably think that he's that he hasn't. Guys, I reckon Brooks was a jinx at the Tigers, so next year they'll go better without him. He's been there 11 years and, and they've done zilch with him. That's from Michelle from Dubbo. Yeah, maybe. He, 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 I think a change would be good for him. Yep. Boom. On Sports Day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. This is, I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. Okay, so what's the difference between people from Dubai and Abu Dhabi? I don't know. So the people from Dubai, they don't like watching the Flintstones. Why? But the people from Abu Dhabi do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you very much, Andrew McCulloch. Thank you very much, everyone, for tuning in throughout the night. Uh, thank you, Daddy Vass. Thank you. And we'll see you tomorrow night. Sats and Rat.